bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats podcast. Welcome to the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give on the pulse expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is season four, episode five of the spring season. In this episode, I talk to LifeSquad.com franchisee Malika Rezgani, who owns three territories and built three clinics that service Burlington Hamilton, Niagara St. Catharines, and Mississauga Oakville in Ontario. Malika explains how she discovered the LifeSquad.com opportunity through reading a Franchise Canada magazine and how she spent about a year working for the franchise before deciding to purchase her own clinic. Here Malika shares what she enjoys most about owning her own businesses with the LifeSquad.com system, how she juggles being a mom of three who also operates three franchises, and what gave her that push to expand her business with LifeSquad.com and her advice for success to those interested in purchasing more than one franchise location as they expand their business. Enjoy the episode. So my first question is, what were you doing before you became a LifeSquad.com franchisee, and what drew you to franchising? Yeah, uh, I was a therapist and office assistant at the rehab clinic, and I was reading um, one of the magazines of the franchise. It's called Franchise Canada. And uh, in the rehab clinic, and I um, found about it and um, I found about Life Squad. So I, um, I start looking for uh, the opportunity how to own my own business. Awesome. So why did you decide to choose Life Squad as your franchise? I, I like to be with people first. Second, it fits with my budget. Hmm. Yeah. Great. And how would you describe your experience as a franchisee so far? What do you enjoy most? Uh, I enjoy, as I said, to, to be with people, to talk with people and uh, um, interact. Because I, as a rehab uh, clinic, I was um, uh, like uh, with people, emotionally, emotionally support people. So uh, as um, uh, uh, the play squad, I'm not supporting them emotionally, physically, and emotionally as well. Great. And what training and support have you received from your franchisor? And has that changed throughout the pandemic? Yeah, uh, the Life Squad helped us a lot, to be honest, uh, with the support, with the calling us every time. And also, we usually don't do meeting, but in the pandemic, we do uh, like um, every month, a meeting with all other franchise. We uh, help uh, we help each other what to do. Like uh, we um, before we don't use media as much like Facebook, Instagram. We start uh, um, looking at talking with our clients and sending some like uh, information how to deal with with uh, lies if uh, the clinic is closed. Um, yeah. And what challenges have you faced so far with your franchise? More importantly, how have you overcome these challenges? Some of the problem I have uh, include my uh, some customer with uh, misunderstanding, but I always stay like calm and uh, uh, and assure them I can do I can be there for the or any any assistance. 
Great. So you're a franchise owner that owns three territories and built three clinics. Yes. So um, what's it like owning three franchise locations compared to when you own just one? It's uh, very like different, of course. Uh, when I start the first one, I settle it and I find my worker. I um, like uh, I know that I can do it and I feel like I'm comfortable if financially to get more than one. So also the clients coming from different territory ask me, uh, why don't you open a new one? So it's opened my eyes to, to do it because I find that's easy. It's not like hard as before. Uh, of course, with the support of the Life Squad, the head office. And uh, I just asked them, can I have the next one? And they said, of course. And uh, we we started uh, making uh, all the paperwork and it uh, was good. Awesome. So what does your day-to-day look like when you own three franchises? It's busy. Uh, I have always to be on call to check my consultants if they are on time for the clients. Um, I have to make my paperwork and they have to follow up with, uh, with stuff that's if there is something missing. So it's, it's busy, actually. How long did the process of buying and building take for your territories and clinics? If you're financially ready, it won't take much time. Uh, just the paperwork. The first one will take a little bit more so because you have a lot of questions, you need to, to know a lot of uh, stuff about this uh, business. But for me, the second one was very easy. I just uh, called them, hey, I want to own the other uh, franchise clinic. Uh, what should they do? And they start sending me all the, like the postal code and all the information. And we were all like, Within one month, I was like, uh, start running my business. So for the listeners who may not know the difference, can you describe what a territory is and what a clinic is? Because depend on the, um, on the territory is like certain a piece of land that you're owning. Uh, like the, the, the map, of the head office map for us, how many postal code you have and how many household you have. So, uh, and you have to open a clinic in this area. So it's not like you open a clinic in, let's see, Mississauga and your territory in Niagara. No, it should be in, in your territories. Okay, great. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Did you know that Franchise Canada has a newsletter sent twice a month that's packed full of fresh franchise opportunities? With Franchise Canada e-news, you get new content from Franchise Canada magazine, franchisee success stories, industry news about CFA members, educational videos all about franchising, and you can keep up to date on the newest episodes of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast that you're listening to right now. Plus, by subscribing to Franchise Canada e-news, you get a free subscription to Franchise Canada magazine. Subscribe now at FranchiseCanada.online. Now back to the podcast episode you are enjoying. So as a female business owner, why do you think it's important for women to get into franchising? It's very important for women to work just as well uh, in the business since it can really to enhance uh, independence and um, in being in your own boss, of course. Uh, Every business will uh, overcome some obstacle, but for the women, and uh, especially with the um, franchise, 
you just have to follow a line that is already drawn for you. So for me, this is what makes me jump a start because I know this is going to be a um, good opportunity for me. I am a mom of three. I'm um, like kind of busy. But when I heard that I don't need to rent for the brand is already there. I don't need to do uh, like a lot of paperwork is already like, like uh, written. Um, uh, the product is already like uh, there. So I just have to enjoy working. Awesome. <laughs> That's great to hear. Um, have you experienced any hurdles or challenges as a female business owner or has it just been smooth sailing for you? To be honest, no. I'm, I'm feel confident and um, I feel like, uh, like, same as men. I don't have like any difference between men and women in this field. Like you can, you can do it. Even like, as I said, I am a mom and they have kids and I'm running my home and running my business as well. Awesome. And how do you stay connected with your fellow Life Squad franchisees? Yeah, we always, uh, as I said, we always have a meeting, um, monthly meeting with the head office and the other franchise. And anytime I have like any question, I can call anyone uh, from the other franchisee and share the idea. If we find that something that we can change with the head office, we will talk and they are always open to negotiate. So have you always imagined that you would be a franchise owner as you um, mapped out your career goals? Yes, I, I feel like that. I am confident to, to be like that. Yeah. Awesome. So moving towards talking about the COVID-19 pandemic, how has the pandemic impacted or changed your business? COVID-19 has impacted my business in the revenue, as well as um, physically not seeing the, uh, many customers like before. Uh, but I'm still dealing with the uh, with pandemic, but uh, learning how to cope day by day and um, it's, it's not hitting me only or, or hitting my business only everywhere, mm-hmm. all world. But for, for our like, um, uh, like life squad, we were like close to each other. So we, we share the idea. We, we open like to talk with the clients in the in media and we ask them what to do. Uh, if you like, there is no physical clinic there. So we have new idea now. Like not only we have to be physically close to the clients, we can like sell the products online. We can, yeah, we can just give some uh, like idea to the clients or the customer. Okay. And what are some key things you've learned over the past year? The patient. I have to be very patient. I have to listen more. And um, since I know this uh, sudden problem has in the air like in everyone like we're talking about the COVID right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and not uh, not just myself I always try to keep in mind that the pandemic will never uh, just never uh, justify how far my business will go COVID is just a, a visitor it's just a visitor like one year one year and a half uh, let's see two years but it will go it will go who's not going to stay with us. So what keeps you motivated either during the pandemic or in general? Just my time of relaxation. 
So I start to look at myself more, my health, of course. I know that it was a good time to, to calm down because I was running all over the place. And really, um, um, I understand how everything was planned and um, planned at, um, in uh, some way. And uh, hopefully things will, will uh, soon get back and running like before or much better than before. Agreed. Um, is there anything in your professional or personal life that inspires you to keep going? Any people or things? For me, my, um, I, am, I like to interact with people, as I said in the beginning. So this job is something for me. I like to be with people. I like to, to help. So this is like my, uh, and of course, my kids are proud of me. I'm saying my mom is business woman and she's like she's uh, owning three franchises and she's doing this and this. So I'm, I'm happy what I'm doing. Is there anything you watch on TV? Are there any books you're reading? Are there any activities that you do that keep you feeling good and motivated? I like to cook. I cook always healthy. And also I walk. Uh, every day I have to walk, no matter the weather is cold or not, either myself or with my husband or with uh, my kids, they are teenager. So I, I like to walk. Keep me like uh, healthy. <laughs> Great. So my final question is, what advice for success would you give to others who are considering franchising? That, uh, what I advise them to be patient, to look, that, yeah, to have a plan first what they are planning to do is not like, say, I want to be a, like a business owner. You have to know they're like, uh, if they can cover first or they, they can do it or not, because some people just jump into the business, but they don't have like any idea for me. In this uh, business, I know I start reading the, to own the business, but I work with the life squad almost one year. I don't have to work one year, but once, to understand everything, like paperwork, uh, how to get the products, everything. So I know that I can do it. And then it starts with them. So you, did you, you worked for Life Squad for a year and then became a franchisee? Yes. yes. Oh, so why, why did you um, decide to do that? And what were you doing before you were a franchisee? The, when I find the, the, the franchise uh, magazine, uh, it's opened my eye for to own a business. And I know I can, I can have it, but I, uh, I, I want to know all about the business by working with them. I was planning to work like a month or two, but um, when I started working with them, I asked for, at uh, that time I was living in Mississauga. So Mississauga is already a clinic there. So to, to have my own business, it should be in different territory. So I uh, worked with them for uh, almost one year. And then I bought the first one in Burlington, second one in Niagara, and then go back, take over Mississauga to when I was like uh, working. In. And uh, do you have any advice for current franchisees who are thinking about buying another territory or franchise? Yes, the most important, if they like what they are doing, I believe most of them they do. And um, most of our like uh, franchisee, they have like two or three you can for life squad because they find that like a good good uh, business and uh, 
like if also financially is good, um, you, you earn very well. So uh, my adv advice is if you're like close or any territory close to you and you are planning to do it, just do it because it's going to be a very good, uh, good uh, idea. Awesome. So that was all my questions, but is there anything you'd like to add about Life Squad? For me, I think I said everything. You just need to cut a lot of. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. My advice is just be patient. The pandemic, it just, uh, as I said, is a visitor. It will go by the time and we will go back to normal life. Everything will be better than before. So I'm optimistic that we're going to be like just better than before. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being patient with me. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunities, visit FranchiseCanada.online. Don't forget to subscribe to Franchise Canada eNews while you're there. You can also learn more about franchising at cfa.ca and can connect to specific franchise opportunities at lookforfranchise.ca.